Shabbat Tzadik Bed. The last thing we were discussing was a person who took out food, put it on a uh, threshold, an iskupa that was uh, karmelit, and half in, half out, we said your patur until you take out the entire kill. Now, the Gemara brought a mahloket of Hiskiyan, Rabbi Hanan, what exactly is going on in our Mishnah. So, Hiskiyan explained that box that you put on the threshold is full of. Uh, long fruits and vegetables like cucumbers or pumpkins that uh, are half in, half out. And if that's the case, uh, then you're patur. But if it's, let's say, seeds or small things that are not connected and you have a content uh, in the box but outside in Rishut Harabim, like past the, the threshold... Uh, you'd be hayab, and uh, why? Because uh, the box doesn't have it. Doesn't mean it's if it's in the box. Doesn't mean it's all connected. It still can be separate while even be touching each other in the box. Rabbi Yohanan argues, and he says, "Hey, if it's in the box together, then it's uh, then it's patur, because it's all connected. Doesn't make a difference what it is and what the size is." With that, we are starting the tzaddik bet amud aleph. About four lines uh, down, uh, towards the end of the line, v'chein amarava. V'chein amarava. Again, there's going to be machloket now. Rabban Abaye with Hiskiyah Rabbi Hanan. V'chein amarava. Rava agrees with Hiskiyah. Lo shenu ela bekupa mila kishuin v'diluin. Yeah, we're talking about a box full of cucumbers and pumpkins. Aval mila hardal hayav. But if it was full of mustard seeds, it would be hayav. Al makasavar eged keli lo sheme eged. So you see that Rava holds that. Uh, that the box does not have them all connected. says, So you know that we understand that Abaye holds that if it's all in one box, even if they're not connected, even if they're not tied up, they're still considered connected. Abaye now holds like Rava, Rava now holds like Abaye, and and we, we see the and the Gemara says Abaye Abaye. Now we have a problem with Abaye on himself. Rava We have a problem with Rava on himself. Deitmar Hamotzi Perot Lirshut Harabim. Abaye Amar Beyad Hayav. If you brought it out with your hand, even though you're still standing in Rishut Yachid, and but the Perot are outside of Rishut Harabim. You're still hayav. Why? Because uh, your your hand holding these perot mean nothing. However, bekli, if it's in a in, in a bucket and you have uh, half the apples are in reshut arabim, half of them are in reshut yachid, patur. Why? Because that that keli is considered an eged. Eged keli is considered eged. Vravam are opposite. Bayad, if you took it out with your hand, your hand is eged and therefore it's patur. But if it's bekeli. Uh, it's not considered uh, eged, and therefore you're hayav. Again, he's holding that the bucket does nothing. So now you see that there's a problem with Abaye on himself and Rava on himself. The Gemara answers, Epuch, opposite. Abaye is the one who said that if you took it out with a keli, you're hayav, and Rava is the one who said if you took it out with a keli, you're patur. Now the Gemara wants to ask a question on Rava, who said if you took out the perot with your hand, you're hayav. We said in, Maseche, in the beginning of our Masechet, Right in the beginning of Shabbat, Pashat Baal Abaytet Yado Lachutz. Person took out his, put out his hand outside, 
and Vinatalia uh, Ani Mitocha, and he put out in the Ani put his hands in the bucket and took it out. Or the Ani put something inside the bucket. Vechnis and the Balabite brought in Shnehem Peturim because no one did a full melacha. And we're seeing that a person who takes out something, but still, he's still holding it, and his body's still in a Shutayahid, your Patur. And that goes against what Rabbi said. The Quran explains, Hatam and our Mishnah, Lemala Mishilosha. Our Mishnah is dealing with uh, uh, with his hands, uh, with the, the hands of the Baalbait over three Tefahim from the, the ground. Therefore, he's not Hayav and the Hotsa'at, the Haifetz Roshut Rabim. Why? Because it was never Nah, right? Hacha, in our case, Rava is talking about where it's the Mata Mishloshat Fahim. It's very close to the Karka. Therefore, it's considered as if it's uh, landed on Roshut Rabim. And therefore, you're Hayav, even though your body is in Roshut Hayahid. Okay, Mishnah. Hamotzi ben bimino ben mismolo. If a person took out something to shoot at a beam or from or from one shoot to the other, whether right hand, left hand, betoch haikor in your chest, on your shoulders, aktefav hayav. Why? Because all because this is the derech people carry, and they say in the Yerushalmi in the name of Rebbe Tzhak Bar Yehuda that Azara Kohen used to carry uh shemen lamaor shemen for the for the menorah ketorta samin hatamid so how would he carry it one with his right hand one with his left hand one within his chest and that's how we learned uh, the the mission the carrying uh, is the same way kilahari ado a person carried away that nobody usually carries beraglo like for example this foot befiv with his mouth and Tosafot tells us something that's uh, not edible. Umar Pekov, someone took something out in his uh, under his arm uh, pit, or some say like uh, in between your, uh, your elbow and your arm, your muscle area. Beozno, besaro, with your within your ear on your your hair. Pundato, fia lemata, or you put something by your belt and it's facing downwards. I guess it could fold, and that's not the normal way. But uh, she explains if it's on the, you know, uh, on your belt, but uh, but upwards, that that's the way people carry. Ben pundato lahaluko, whether you put it between your uh, belt and your uh, your clothing, right in between, or bisfat haluko, or you put it on the bottom of your cloak. Um, I guess maybe there's a pocket there. Bemina alob sandalof, you put it in your shoe. Patur, why Kevan? You didn't take out the way people usually take out. A person carried something in the sands from Yishuta, Yahid, Yishuta Rabim, or for Amot and Yishuta Rabim, whatever the case may be. That's the way Benekat used to go. How do I know Benekat used to carry over 10 Fahim? uh Moshe Rabbeinu put the uh, put the uh, I guess the, the curtains over the Mishkan. I guess he was ten um, ten amot uh, tall. And the Ritzvah explains if he wasn't ten amot tall, he wouldn't be able to put the uh, the I guess the yeriot over the Mishkan. 
Mikan atalamed kovan shalvim asramot. Here you learn that the, the gova of the of the of the levim were ten amot. Ugmire, and we know the whole tuna de midle b'motot ilta milayel tret ilta miltachat. And we know that when someone carries something, uh, let's say a big pole, uh, the way he carries it is uh, that uh, one third of it would go on top of his body, and two third would go to the to his body wherever his head is and down. And if the, the Bene were carrying the Mizbeach, which was 10 Amot on their shoulders, so you have to say that two-thirds was under their shoulders. Uh, therefore, under the Mizbeach, until the ground, had to be about three Amot. So you see that under, between them and the floor, was more than 10 Tefahim, because three and a half Amot is more than 10 Tefahim. It's more like maybe 20 tefahim. So the proof is that uh, you know the bnei was over uh, the, the carrying of the mishkan was all more than 10 tefahim up. Or you could say a different thing from me Aaron. You can learn it from uh, the the Aaron of bnei kehad. The Amar Mor Aaron tishah v'kaporet tefah. The Aaron was about nine tefahim. The kaporet that was on top of it with uh, the, it was more like a, a, a flat piece of gold with the keruvim on it. Was a tefah, harikan asara. So you have ten tefahim of the, the which the Aaron everything together. Ugmira the whole tuna the midle b'motot til time el ha'el utre til time el ra'am. We know that anything that you're carrying, you carry a third on top of your body and two thirds uh, from your from wherever your head is down. So if that's the case. Uh, six and two thirds was under their body, three and a third on top of their body. That leaves an area of three and a third uh, amot from the from wherever the the aron finished till the ground. So you see, it's more than ten amot, ten tefahim was considered carrying. So now the gemara asks, Moshe, why don't you learn from uh, Moshe? Moshe was ten uh, ten amot, or maybe the, the everyone's was ten amot. The gemara explains, Dilma Moshe Shani. Maybe Moshe was different than any other levi. Maybe he was like really, really, really tall. The Shechina could only come on someone who's Hacham, Gibor, Ashir, and he also has to be very tall, so people don't have to look hard to find him. Therefore, I had to learn it from uh, from the second Pasuk, from the Aaron, from the Nasir, the Kelim, and not Moshe himself. The person carried something on his head on Shabbat. The people of Shehusal uh, do that. The people of Hutzal, the, the entire world, are they the majority of the world? They decide uh, how to carry. If you want to talk, this is the way to talk it. One of the people of Hutzal, Shotzi Masor, or Shobi Shabbat, Hayav, Dafka, them, why she can't be near your sinken. The Tibatel, that was a call them. Listen, always just say your your dot is Batel compared to everyone, meaning that no one else does it, only you do it, so whatever you do should be nullified compared to everyone else. Rather, if we're going to explain, this is the way to explain. A person carries something on his head. Patur. Make a difference. Where are you from? So you want to say, oh, the people of Anshehutzal want to do it. Whatever they do is nullified compared to everyone else. The Mishnah starts, A person wants to carry an object by putting it in front of him and it goes to the back of him. Patur. Why? Because you're whatever you were thinking, 
um, did not happen. You were thinking of carrying it this way, it ended up happening that way. But the Gemara will explain the difference between those two cases. They said that a lady can put something in her sinar. Sinar is a uh, the, in modern Hebrew, it's uh, an apron, but uh, in the Gemara language, it's more like an undergarment uh, sort of thing that uh, she would put under her clothing. Um, she, they, they said originally, they said a lady who put something in that undergarment. Why? Because it's going to go back and forth in that area. Even those who uh, get the mail. Now, she explains. That we're talking about uh, people who, uh, you know, take the mail for the king. If they give it to the wrong person, they're still uh, hayav. Um, Rashi is not like so happy with that perush. Therefore, yeah, we have to think of Tosafot's perush, where the a person, where a person, the shaliyah of the king, the messenger, the mailman, has the has, I guess, something like a sort of a belt around his shoulder. He has the. Uh, he has the uh, the letter over there, uh, and he it just goes from back forth, back forth, uh, dangling along, and that type of case. That's what I was talking, and over there you'd be hayav. Now the Gemara asks, "My shana lefanav harav de patur." Now, what what's the reason that if you had it in front of you and it goes to the back, that you're patur? Because whatever you were thinking, it did not happen. Listen, if it was behind you and it comes to the front, you should also be because your mashava, whatever you wanted, didn't happen. The Gemara explains, no, it's uh, you know, the Mishnah is like uh, really split. Whoever said the first part didn't say the second part. What's the question? There's a difference. Maybe there is a difference. Why, if it was in the, in the front of you and it goes to the back, uh, the, the reason you're patur, you were thinking of having a, a very good shmira, watching it very carefully. And all of a sudden, you're not, take, you're not taking care of it because when it's behind you, it could be stolen easily. But if it's behind you and it comes in front of you, because you're planning not to watch it so carefully. So you did a better job, and therefore you should be hayav. Then what's the problem between if you could explain it that way? The wider Bilazar have to uh, uh, say that it's split. Tavra could also, by the way, Tavra means Tavra could also be Lashon according to Tosfot. So even he went as far as swearing. So the Gemara explains No, we just don't understand the, the diuk of the, the language of the Mishnah. Watch. So what do we what do we What do we understand? Means if it started behind me and ended up behind me, I'm hayav. If it's behind me, it goes to the front. Hayav. Patur. Right, so I don't know if it be, if it started off behind me and ended up behind me, am I hayav or patur? And I don't understand it from the language of the Mishnah. Therefore, Amar Bilazar Tavra Mishishana Zolo Shana Zot Split. Amar Avashe My Kushia. What's behind the question? Dilma Lomi Baya Kamar. Maybe the Mishnah is talking a language where I don't need to say Lomi Baya Leharav Ubal Leharav Dehayav. Not just in a case where I put it behind me and ended go went around and ended up behind me that you hayav. 
Because whatever I was thinking happened, it's still needed. Why? Maybe uh, whatever I wanted to happen didn't happen. I shouldn't be hayav. Kamash malan. Then it kavenish merab chota. Kamash malan. That you wanted to do, even you wanted to do a little bit of watching. And also something great happened. Uh, you, you guarded it even better, and therefore the hayav. Therefore, your question doesn't even start. That if it started behind you and ended up behind you, you that you should be patur. No, opposite. It should be hayav. And the Gemara tells us, Ulaharav, and a person who wanted to take it out behind him, Ubalaharav, and goes around uh, all the way to the back again. Tanei, it's a machloket if you're hayav or patur. Detanya, hamutzi ma'ot bepunat. A person took out a uh, money in his wallet, upiyale mal, and his, uh, I guess, the opening of that uh, belt is uh, facing you, hayav. But if it's facing down, because that's not the way we carry, because the 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 the, the money is not being watched that way. It's not being guarded safely. Don't you guys admit that if it started behind you, it means you didn't watch it so carefully, and and you ended up watching it uh, not so carefully. You should be hayav. And there you're watching it. So admit to me when it, when the math is up also um, that uh, that uh, that you're doing the correct you're doing a shmirah the right way and you should be hayav. If a person took out something not the regular way, or with his hand or with his foot, because that's not the way of carrying. So same thing over here with the wallet that's facing uh, down. You should say it's patur because that's not the way of carrying. I'm telling you one thing against the hachamim. And they said another thing against me. Nobody found an answer to anybody. And the Gemara understands me. When he said, don't you admit, when Rabbi Yudah said to Hachamim, don't you admit, meaning, when you, when I said that, uh, didn't, uh, don't you admit that uh, if you start, start behind you and end up behind you, that you're Hayav, don't you understand over here that Hachamim are poter in this type of case? So you see, this is a mahloket, Rabbi Yehuda and Hachamim. It's not a, uh, it's not a new mahloket. The Gemara pushes back. Okay, according to you, that you want to say that that's how that's a mahloket, Rabbi Yehuda and Hachamim. The Kamrele, when Hachamim said, "Eatamode," don't you admit that a person who took out something kilahariyad, you should be patur? Meklodem hayev Rabbi Yehuda. So you, according to you, you should understand uh, that uh, Rabbi Yehuda is mehayev and 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 motzi kilahariyad. And Rabbi Yudah is part of Divrei HaKol, right? Rather, if it started behind you and you ended up behind you, everyone says you're Hayav because at the end of the day you wanted uh, even you wanted a lower a lower grade uh, watching and you, that's what you did. If you No one takes out that way. Keep you took out a wallet facing down, or or um, you took out a more or the belt facing the wrong way. More Rabbi says it's like the case of behind you and ended up behind you, and therefore you should be hayav. 
ומור מדמה לאחר ידו ורגלו, חכמים say it's like הוצאה כלאחר יד, and should be פטור. We said in the Mishnah, באמת אמרו האישה, so lady who put it in the undergarment, she really should be חייב תנא. כל באמת הלכה, every time it says the word באמת, it's הלכה, and there's no מחלוקת. The nafka mina between be'emet and halakha is, I guess, uh, this wasn't said halakha l'moshem misina, it's just something that everyone agrees on. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, af mekable pitakin, tana, the mailman, tana, we said in the b'rayta, why is Rabbi Yehuda mechayev, sheken lavlareh malchut osim ken. The mailman of the king, that's what they do, they come out, they give it to a different uh, mailman, and uh, that's how they work. Um, not one person, so his mahshava never, and if the guy gives it to the wrong person, he's uh, he's hayav, uh, um, because again, what he wanted was uh, got done. And again, we saw Tosfot, who says that this, this depends the way they hold it, that they put it this way or that way, and uh, that may, kind of makes more sense in this type of case. The Mishnah states, המוציא כיכר לשוט הרבים חייב. A person brought out bread to שוט הרבים חייב. הוציאו שניים פטורים. Two people take it out. פטור. לא יכול אחד להוציאו. It's too heavy for one person to carry. והוציאו שניים. חייבים. They both חייב. רבי שמעון is פוטר. And the Gemara will explain why. אמר ויהודה. The Gemara starts. אמר ויהודה אמרה. ואמרי דה אמר אביה. Some say אמרה. Some say אביה. Either way, some say it was even it was learned in a brayta. Each person could carry it on his own, and then they took it out together. And the Gemara will explain soon why. They both can't carry it by themselves, and they carried it together. We see Rabbi Yehuda changed sides over here. One guy is strong enough to carry it on his own. The other guy is not strong enough. And they both carried a divya called Hayav. And I'll explain who's Hayav. We have another Braita. person carries a piece of bread. Two people took out that bread. One guy can't carry it. Meaning, if uh, this guy could carry it and this guy could carry it um, and they put, took it out together, they're patur. When one person can't carry it on his own. Now we're going to start the sugiya from where they understand all this. How do we understand all this? Ba'asota. The pasuk says ba'asotat mitzvot. A person has to bring a korban hatat ba'asotat hat mitzvot Hashem shelot alsena. You did you did you did a sin that you weren't supposed to do. How say it kula? It sounds like when it says ba'asota, like you did the entire avera. The law say it mitzata, not half. Kitzad shnayim shayu hazin b'magez. Two people carrying a fork, pitchfork that you you know you move the crop with. Ve'logzvin. And you're, I guess, you're gathering all the the, the stalks of wheat, and you're doing a me'amer bekarkar, uh, or they're carrying, uh, you know, uh, the, the stick that they weave with veshoftin, and they're making the strings ready for uh, weaving, and they're doing a mesech bekulmos or vechotvin, and they're both taking a quill and they're writing bekane vehotzi'od shutarabim. 
Maybe they both hayav. And what do we understand from it? So you do the, the you do uh, the entire avera and not part of the avera. We'll stop. Although in the middle of the brayta, uh, we're going to review it tomorrow, and we'll and we'll continue from there. Baruch Hashem leolam. Amen. Ve'amen.